<laughs> Hello and half a day and welcome to New Game Plus, a video game talk show based on Guam with three hands of men and their very expensive audio setups. Now, under the Laddie Esports banner, I'm Tim. You can introduce me. Man. That's Barry Shado Gaming Hernandez. And uh, to the top right is Matthew Matuhat Okado. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Hey, what's going on, man? You know, just big chilling for twenty minutes on that <laughs> intro screen. I could, I took like two poops. It's, it's fine. It is. But yeah, you know, half a day. I'm Shadow Gaming, of course. Matt, you can introduce yourself as well. We'll talk about ourselves before we start talking about the rest of the night. You can't talk about poops, Barry. This is family friendly. About it's KOM. It's fine. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start my. I'll start with the introductions because we do need to introduce ourselves. We're in a different uh, network now, so we're part of the KOM Podcast Network and as well as Laddie Esports. My name is Shadow Gaming. Some of you guys might know me from commentary on Laddie Esports first-person shooters, um, but I actually started out as a fighting game community like organizer. So I did commentary for fighting games, tournament organization, which all of us have done. Tim has done, and as well as Matt has done. Uh, I was also a, like, a, I guess I would say head organizer of the Otaku Recon anime convention, but now I'm just a government drone. So that's, uh, yeah, I just play video games now. I just have fun. And that's about it. That's, that's me. Hey, cool. Matt? Oh my gosh. My name is Matt Okada. I'm a recent blonde. Um, <laughs> I, I revived the melee scene by myself and my friends. And that's that's all I have. I I collect video games and I drink energy drinks. That's all. That's all I am. <laughs> cool. Uh, good evening, everyone. No, no. <laughs> my name is Tim Fox. I used to be blonde, but anyway, um, my credentials, I guess. Uh, I just play Super Smash Bros. Melee a lot, and that's how I met Barry and Matt. Actually, uh, I begged Barry to bring Super Smash Bros. Melee into um whatever fighting game tournaments he was hosting, and he was like, "Yeah, shoot," and the rest is history. We've been on trips together. We've uh, organized tournaments together, and you know we've made some lifelong a lifelong friendship. I feel. Oh, watch, we're not friends anyway. No, just kidding. And now we're a uh, podcast host together. But yeah, like I uh, just realized, did the first tournament I, I you were no, it was Otaku Recon. The first one I did. My first convention was the first melee tournament, if I recall. Yeah, because you were asking, the... and I remember like, yeah, I was like, who's this dude in the chocobo outfit? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, it was before that we um we did no, a Ganya was... shopping. Well, no, it was a Ganya shopping center because I remember lugging my. Oh, we got kicked out. Yeah, my thirty-two. <laughs> no, I remember lugging my thirty-two-inch CRT TV up the stairs because um the tournament was up. No, it wasn't upstairs. It was, no, it was upstairs up on the second floor when they kicked us out. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty so much. We got it, kicked but, yeah. out. I remember that because we had to put a projector on the wall near, across from G three. And they're like, hey, you can't do that. I'm like, dude, we're almost done. Just give us this. Because it was like 8.30 already. They closed at 8. Yeah, we, so had, we like, had grand finals like, too. I was that like, was... please, just let, us, just let us stay. This gate doesn't need to be closed just yet. I was like begging this the security guards like, all right, I'll let the I'll have to let the you know the office know. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, I already knew the office manager and all that stuff, but I was like, oh my god, it sucks. Melee's Melee's booty. But <laughs> I no. hated it. I hated Melee for the longest time because no, it took forever. No, because we did a best of seven at the time. Yeah. No yeah, one ever does why. that. No, don't do don't ever do that again. Best of seven. When it gets to the seventh game, you're gonna hate it. But anyway, yeah. um, we are um, New Game Plus, so we're not actually pretty new. This is kind of our third season, but uh, after season two, we decided to uh, join hands with the Laddie Esports League and uh, bring pretty much our insights into video game news, uh, happenings, and uh, Sh uh, Shado Barry. Man, it's, weird. it's weird calling you Shado. Um, Yo, you know what? <laughs> I'm Shado, Shadog Aiming. No, it's fine. Just Yeah, just call me Barry. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to be... Um, kind of giving like a highlights uh for recent tournaments of uh, uh under laddie like and you know just announcing all laddie news along with it but yeah like uh we, we've been around a while but if you want to hit up like a uh, old episodes uh we're on spotify we're on apple podcast just look uh, for new game plus guam because that's the easiest way to filter uh, us among the other new game pluses <laughs> but anyway yeah um that's pretty much and and New Game Plus in a nutshell. Hey, um, Barry, anything else? 
Um, not so much. I mean, we can catch up on what we've been doing. Honestly, the past two weeks, I've just been playing Guilty Gear Strive. <laughs> and that game, it's a fighting game, if you guys don't already know. And uh, like I mentioned before, I love fighting games and I play fighting games as much as I can. And oh, I forgot. <laughs> we've been playing Valheim for like two weeks straight. We've been playing Val anyway, <laughs> Valheim. All three of us yes. are on a server together with a whole bunch of friends. I think we have like eight people on Valheim. If you don't know what Valheim is, it's kind of like a Minecraft meets Vikings. Norse. Yeah, it's a Norse North. Minecraft. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so outside of that, we've been playing Guilty Gear Strive and it's a fighting game that has what I would consider probably uh, the paradigm shift when it comes to fighting games now. Um, which is rollback netcode, which is a type of uh, network protocol where fighting games have a better time playing online with people around the world. So Guam, I mean, everyone everyone knows Guam doesn't have the best ping when it comes to video games, right? Uh, fighting games even more so is very difficult because of how, like, the game runs at 60 frames a second, and there's some things that are literally one frame perfect kind of stuff. So having uh, high latency and delay-based netcode and having the game slow down or, or lag out is just unacceptable when you're trying to play online in a competitive level. But uh, with Guilty Gear Strive, the first probably, I would say, AAA fighting game that is introduced to rollback netcode uh, in the modern age, not notwithstanding fan releases of AAA titles, aka Super Smash Brothers Melee for the Nintendo GameCube, but having rollback has become this sort of like buzzword that a lot of players use now where it determines whether the game is playable or not. 100%. And speaking of roll yeah 100% right it's like we I can play people from the states in a completely competitive environment. No if if your fighting game does not have rollback it's like it's hard it's very hard to take seriously. In my opinion. Could you imagine playing Dragon Ball Fighters this day and age today Caberdeans in chat. Can you imagine playing that piece of something game now with that robot code I got you I could imagine myself not even playing it when it released yeah because you don't I play, didn't it. play it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Dog water. speaking of speaking of arena fighters and rollback netcode we actually have our first article that just released today this today yeah um, we gotta talk about today. this twitter's all over it it's that yo fresh chobo with the shout out nickelodeon all-star battle brawl all-star brawl and it has rollback netcode an indie developer is developing the game it has powdered toast man and i think it also has it has reptar and i think it has it has hanukkah jewish tommy in it which is sick because he has a sword and shield no i'm but no young money i'm gonna be a nigel main that's that was they, when they reveal nigel oh man i'm in i'm in 100 percent. and then turtles no, yeah, and the Ninja Turtles too. I wonder how many. No, they were joking around. Like the comments are joking around how only I think uh, two Ninja Turtles were there. It's like they couldn't afford the rest of them for the IPs. And honestly, that kind of makes sense, right? Like you can only have like Donatello, and Michelangelo in your in your game. Can you afford the other two? I don't know. Hell, like Donatello's like the cheapest turtle. What do you... No one likes Donatello. What are you talking <laughs> He's about? He's the smartest one. He's a loser. What are you talking about? No. He's a wow, stick. I feel like you're I feel like you're projecting right now because he's smart and I like him. No, but uh, Raphael, that's who you want. Raphael's <laughs> such an edgelord. That's like the DeviantArt 19 like 1999 he's a party thousand player. Oh my no. goodness. No, but yeah, party um dude. his game was developed by the same indie was it Slap City? But um yeah, Slap City. Slap City. It's basically a um Slap City uh is kind of a Super Smash Bros. clone that the Smash community uh Oh, who's really, Lincoln really Loud? <laughs> Who is that guy? Oh, See, from the Loud. So you know, yeah, it's game? pretty. It's pretty much a Smash game, but with Nickelodeon so characters. Zanny Cheeks. No, but what's cool is you can realize that this isn't kind of sort of a cash grab that a lot of like develop like people think it is because they introduce characters that are older than some of the people that are gonna play it. Like Ren and Stimpy is like a 1998 uh, cartoon. Ah, I mean, real mon all real, real monsters, all real dude. Mon Nobody know, dude. No, like if you see Twitter, they're like, who the heck is Oblina? People only know. Oh, is that the guy from the 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 meme Nigel Thornberry? That's it. Oh People man, they never watch uh, the Wild Thornberries. That's wild. Oh, Lucy, is that Lucy? I'm a Lucy. Man. I don't even know who Lucy is. See, that's what's I don't cool. Know who she like, is it has either. a whole bunch. It has a huge Helga Pataki is yeah. in it, dude. Helga, Helga G Pataki. Oh, there's Reptar. <laughs> Reptar's so sick. There's some there's some other screenshots with um like the the cover art 
uh, of the game art, and they ha there's some silhouettes, and we can see like cat dog uh, in it too. Ooh, Danny Phantom, we're gonna Danny Phantom mains in the Yo, house. Yo, Leonard, and the cool thing. Okay, okay I'm gonna I'm the fanboy real quick. This is the yeah. original 1980s, 1990s cartoon design. You can tell because his little mouth thing and that big elm ugly looking sash. Like this is a classic Leo too. That's so cool. It's gonna be really really fun. I think I. Well, what did they say it was gonna be on the definitely the switch because we gotta we gotta yeah, cater to the, they, the younger the thing is they said that any any platform that can support rollback they will try to implement rollback mm -hmm. that's what the developers said so that means it's a multi-platform title rollback rollback on the switch can you imagine that is that a is that a thing are there any games on the switch right now that uh support rollback um I was just watching the trailer. I don't know your answer, but I was watching the trailer. Is that the the drone like from the turtles? Like the one that um Krang is in? Is, yeah. is that is that the thing? Oh my gosh, that's so the, cool. Oh, you also if you notice like if you if you have a, a really sharp eye is that Leonardo actually is true to his arcade counterpart. He had the dive kick. He had the like lariat with the swords, which is his like ultra like I guess get off me move like, you know, in in a lot of beat em up titles. So he had a, like a lot of yeah. There, I feel like there. It's a really pa like a passion project, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm excited to see how it is. It, it's memes, honestly, right? No, now. no, no. Like it's, Twitter is just like, Twitter blowing is up blowing up. This is gonna be a a really, really. It's gonna sell a lot. Like I'm gonna play it, and I don't play. Uh, I'm a melee diehard fan. Like two weeks. And no, I'm gonna play. play I'm gonna play. It's gonna be fun. Dude. It's gonna be. Yo, fun. are we gonna have a Thursday night? Ooh, we can. Thursday night hype with a uh, Nickelodeon. Thursday night hype with. Well, oh, that'd be cool. If there was a Thursday night hype. Yeah, if there right, was a Thursday cool. night hype, man. R.I.P. Select Start. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we <laughs> Drake and Josh unlockable. We can't do do the recent events. Well, anyway, uh, so. Moving on to the next article, <laughs> um, you can talk about the EA leak because that's actually pretty big. No, um, yeah, it was, it was actually it happened a while back, but EA was recently hacked. Like a lot of their assets were stolen, a lot of the code was stolen. Uh, I think about like 780 gigs of data stolen, and uh, including uh, assets from Battlefield, Madden, FIFA. Um, I guess the Frostbite game engine that they use for these games, uh, the source code was stolen. Um, Player data wasn't stolen at all, but then, you know, a lot of uh, the funny part, the reason why I think this is like a uh, talk worthy is that I guess no one cared. Barry was like, I don't want to talk about it because it's EA. <laughs> and EA is just like in the whole, um, everyone hates EA. EA is that evil conglomerate that no one likes, but you know, like apparently they're just still making a ton of money because people, people keep buying stuff. A lot of the jokes are like, oh yeah, the... People who stole the FIFA source code, just the only thing they saw that was different was that the year changed from 2013 to 2017, et cetera, et cetera, Yeah. Well, I mean, EA makes money. Like, well, we got a couple people in chat that play an EA title right now, technically, uh, would be Apex Legends. We got Yamscoat in the chat. So they make money. They like, that's how they make money. They make money off of like e, uh, Battlefield. They make money off of Apex and all that. So. It sucks though because when you think about it, it's the it it's 750 gigabytes, right? Or was it 780 is that what gigabytes? You said? 780, yeah. yeah Almost so a terabyte. You can imagine. Sounds like a lot, right? It sounds like oh, it's one terabyte. That's like a hard drive, right? But think about the time that it took to create that stuff, right? Developers, especially dice, which is still in use today. Having your source code leaked is huge when it comes to like trying to create anti-cheat systems for an engine that has been clearly exploited, mm -hmm. which is the DICE engine. And that's kind of tough too, because DICE also handles are the, um, I believe Apex Legends and Titanfall 2. So having your source code leaked like that is um, huge implications when it comes to dealing with anti-cheat. Um, honestly, there's been a huge influx of cheating in Apex that's been happening lately, and that could be attributed to the leak that happened with, uh, with EA. Wait, so you don't know. Talk to me about the cheating in Apex. Is it like a more like auto aim or, uh, uh map oh, hacks man. kind I of mean, thing? I'm only hearing Sargami and Yamsgoat's Twitter, but, uh, it's essentially, it's essentially, yeah, just like a lot of cheating in the Asian, Asian servers, which is kind of like, what you know people expect of asian servers i would say um it's just what i've seen on yeah it's hard to rank up as well but outside of that i mean there's a lot of developers have wasted used did had countless hours put into that 780 gigabytes only for it to be 
lost to the void of the dark web, you know? No, it just sucks, yeah, so. because the time that they could have put into actual game development, they, would, they have to go back and make sure that you can't cheat. You gotta, gotta plug in, plug up all those exports. Exploits. Yeah, and that's that's just one thing. You know, you're not even talking about assets, assets being stolen that can be used in other titles that without their knowledge, like a lot of things can be sold to the highest bidder when it comes to that stuff. So like indie, not indie titles, but like games can figure out like techniques for shaders or like um, uh, stage design and all that. You know, so we might not think that like um, video game design is sort of a a um, well, how would I say this? Uh, Well-kept secret when it comes to how you design games. But, you know, like, there's a reason why they have NDAs. Yeah. Right? So, unfortunate. Well, but Unfortunate you know, EA. I don't like Hope. EA, so. <laughs> Get wrecked. Get wrecked EA. B word. I mean, that's it's kind of cool though that some like if there are leaks, right? We do get like big fans of video games. Like I remember like a Mario sixty four community. We still see them like, hey, we found how they got these sprites. We got we found how they got these like the textures for all these things. And so part of me is like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like if we could get some information and learn more about this game, and then that's that's all it is. But oh, it I'm thinking about um uh really good for the speedrunning community if they could read the source code. <laughs> they can exploit. That's true. That's, I like how you have three different views on regards to what this is. That's fair. That's that's honestly, I never considered uh, the speedrunning and like trying to find uh, information about a game for archival purposes. You know, mm -hmm. like because I know you really you really care about that kind of stuff. Now no, I know that. Um, shoot, was it Pokemon? Go uh, I forgot it was it was it was a Pokemon game or something. Whenever there was an update that came out, like a lot of people would go into the. The source code. The source code and like, oh no, you know what? It's not a Pokemon game. It was Smash Ultimate. Oh, they, data mining. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, they would data mine. <laughs> they would data they mine and they like, look at look at look at. Oh, is there any changes to like a character uh, character attributes or whatever? See if there's a or there's a, buff a, or there's nerf. a new entry in the folder. Yeah. Like there's a new entry. Like oh, Roy, and everyone's like, oh my god, and oh. it's not. <laughs> Remember like, that? Like when they released Roy, and they're like, wait a minute, that's not Roy. Oh, that would be so funny. Like Soul Calibur well, character JPEG or something like that. Yeah. Well, like the Smash stuff, like they didn't even like like Nintendo never released like patch notes for it. They're just like, good, bad. This is it. There was nothing like no, no, they, yeah. they increased it by this it much. Was a but now they're unity effort to deal with patch notes. I remember that. No, but no, but nowadays, um, I, I don't want to say Nintendo's better, but the patch no, notes are actually <laughs> patch notes say stuff like I, I remember reading like Marth Fair is better or Marth Forward Air has been. Uh, strengthened, but not there's no like actual hard hard uh numbers Frame to data it. explanation as to it. Yeah, like a typical. Well, the thing is like Nintendo doesn't consider it as a competitive fighting game, and therefore the bare minimum it can't doesn't need to be reached when it comes to games like that. You know, mm -hmm. they don't need to do it. They're just doing it because you know they they can and feel like it maybe they need to it's like a privilege really when it comes to those guys but when it comes to other fighting games it's like a bare minimum you have to do that yeah. like if you do not provide like accurate data as to what you changed every actually not even fighting games this happens to every single game that got gets, gets patched valorant just had a patch everything was specifically laid out apex gets patched everything's specifically laid out Fighting games, except for NetherRealm games, specifically. Yeah. It's funny you should mention that because I was just reading this like article about um, Melee and the Japanese scene. About how a lot of the Japanese players were, or a lot of Japanese people were kind of uh, against the free Melee movement because they, they highly respect uh, Nintendo. Like in their culture, it's like um, these guys are the developers and we should respect their wishes, etc, uh, etc. Et and maybe that's why like... Um, Smash Ultimate is just the way it is, or, or you, know, you know what I mean? Because they're just that they're doing the bare minimum because this is what we are giving this to you. Accept it, and then you know, I guess yeah. they're 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 accepting of it. Yeah, but meanwhile, America's like, nah, it's okay. We're gonna no, no, we, we 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 are we are entitled. We want that's, our well, frame that's data. The thing. That's the thing, man. Is like when it comes to fighting games, we could talk about other games, but it's specifically old fighting games before 2009 maybe even even early later like 2011 13 right is that you have a game that you do not expect to get patched and you just got to deal with it right if a new game's come new game comes out for example melee right melee comes out everyone plays it brawl came out you expect 
in general convention of today's esports world. You expect everyone to move to the new game, but a lot of F like fighting game people and Smash people, when a new game comes out, they don't necessarily care about it. They could play Melee for how old is Melee? Twenty one years. Two thousand one. So. 20, 20 years now. 19 years. 20 oh, 20 years, years. 20 years you now. Can, you can be playing Melee for 20 years, and there's been like five Smash games that came out after. Nobody cares. Play Melee. People still play Street Fighter 2. There's there's three iterations that just came out, not in considering all of the patches that came out with it. Mm -hmm. People still play Street Fighter 2. So like that's something that you kind of don't see in the other esports realms where, okay, you're not going to see someone play CS 1.6 when CSGO comes out because money is where the newer game games yeah, yeah. comes out, right? So it's it's a, it's a different beast when it comes to fighting games. Like, I refuse to accept Jap Japan, the Japanese community for doing that. Mm. But at the same time, we don't necessarily need one country to have a different point of view when everyone else is you know going with the norm just play melee yeah. if you don't like it play melee if you don't like if you don't like, if you don't like ultimate then you gotta deal with it or play melee no it's it's or funny project yeah. m or beyond melee or yeah. whatever <laughs> no it's funny or you should mention where <laughs> it's funny that you should mention that the money is where the new game is because this weekend is summit 11 for melee and the prize pool is over 100k that's not well i guess when you say money the money you're talking about money from the developer money from sponsorships i'm talking about convention yeah. yes but because this is, melee yeah. is one of the yeah melee is different i mean matt wouldn't matt knows this the best is that they're a grassroots community effort that grew because of the love of the game right hmm. they're the only grassroots effort right now you can't name hmm. any single major fighting major game that's in esports realm right now with teams with money with advertisement and marketing that aren't supported by the first party developer Name that's one. crazy that's crazy i'm so excited to see nickelodeon all-stars brawler just sponsored <laughs> by nickelodeon nickelodeon <laughs> everywhere slime everywhere and they have more money than the melee community and that that sucks <laughs> that would not be so, so wild could there be like a nickelodeon world tour that'd be that, oh man no, I, I can guarantee you this is a licensed game and not from like Nickelodeon themselves. Obviously, it isn't because it's a different developer. It's a de mm. developer is making it, and Nickelodeon is publishing it, giving them licensing rights. Dude, Could you be... imagine? <laughs> no, no. The fact that this game is like made by a Smash clone developer that's well received in the community, and it has rollback, apparently confirmed wave dashing. Kids are gonna get absolutely trashed online. They're gonna play it and like, why are these people so good? Cheats, wave cheating, wave cheating, fun like canceling. That's yeah. Term. <laughs> oh that my god, old person term. Yeah, we're talking about fighting games a lot. We talk about melee a lot, so that's kind of like a recurring thing that's among your, us. That's, yeah, that's, that's your melee thing. thing. That's my, yeah. So I we're not gonna talk about the old. We're gonna talk about the new, which is the new Nintendo Switch that just came out, and that thing is crazy. Yeah. Like, and by crazy, I mean absolutely useless for people who do not play on like do not play portable no it's absolutely like, it is absolutely useless i will i i'm i will die on this hill no it's absolutely okay. useless for people who already have switches there's no yeah. there's no reason why you should upgrade to this there is there okay when i mentioned my argument and like dying on the hill it's specifically for people who don't play don't play portable mode portable mode i think it's really good to have the, the new oled switch Oh, yeah, yeah. You have better battery life because you're using an OLED. You have better screen. You have, God forbid, hopefully better hardware. Not necessarily newer hardware, but better, more efficient hardware from the Tegra, NVIDIA Tegra system. But if you're playing it in dock mode, then I don't know. No, no, no. It's, it's funny that you should mention that because, like, you say it's good for portability <laughs> mode or, you know, for people who are on portable. But, but the other new feature is for docked mode. Which yes. is like pretty much the Ethernet yes. port, right? Yes. That's like a you could spend twelve dollars and not have to just buy a listen, dog, listen, buy a USB listen, listen. thing. Barry, shut up. This is cool. Okay. The the dock, right? It's sleek looking. Ooh, <laughs> looks so it? nice. Ooh. It has a it's you could plug an Ethernet. What if what if inside there, right? We don't know. They don't they didn't say anything about like the, the dock, right? They didn't say, oh, upgrade the dock. The dock could be upgraded. We could have better. It could be like type C to whatever it normally is right now. It could be better. I'm excited. I'm gonna get it. No. 
Yeah, that's but the thing. Like cool. we we already have switches. I don't even touch this thing. So why would I get another one? Well, it's not meant for. It's not honestly. It's not meant for uh, the people like us. It's not meant for you, me, or Matt. This no. is meant for people who don't have a switch yet. And this is meant for people who well that people who just want to buy the newest switch <laughs> and people who want a more portable and battery friendly switch remember oled is the new technology that's what they're touting a lot of and oled helps yeah children, a lot when children. it comes to battery life oh yeah it's gonna be coming out i believe in um probably i think no before the holiday so before it's definitely holiday, gonna yeah. be yeah, oh, it's like going to be available for Christmas. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. so is it cheaper? Just no, it's just it's a little bit more expensive than the traditional yeah. Switch, yeah, right? 50 bucks. 50 bucks more? You... The Ethernet. Yeah. Well, you can just buy. No, you know what's funny? The dock, the dock is actually can be is going to be sold separately. You can you can get the dock. You can get the dock what? separately too, yeah. Are you going to get, get that sleep dock? dock? Are you going to get the sleep dock? I'm just going to get the system still. <laughs> oh my god. You said you weren't going to buy it. No, he's going to buy the dock. I'm a liar. What do you want from me? <laughs> Okay, so October is usually when you, it, it, I used to work at GameStop, you guys didn't know, um, usually want to release everything um, when it comes to holiday buying and holiday rush at October, because it takes about a month for every GameStop region to get their stuff in, and then another like couple weeks to finally get shoppers in and the marketing it takes forever. It used to take like, we would usually get our marketing stuff in like beginning of November. That's too late already. So it usually releases in October. So that's good. I'm glad they did that. It's good. Yeah, it's just funny. Like, my Switch is just kind of like collecting dust. Like, I only got it for the Nintendo exclusives. I don't use it as a gaming console. Like, sometimes I can't justify having a super powerful PC and a Switch. Like, I'll just play, I'll, I'll play on my PC. That's like, I mean, about, yeah. it's, it's convenient. And when we were playing Animal Crossing, it was obviously used a lot. But it's... If I feel like it was a, it was a stopgap solution during our. I mean, unfortunately, during the pandemic, where we needed something to do, and mm -hmm. that's what it that's what it accomplished for about a couple months until we stopped playing it. So, and now months. it's just Don't now lie. it's just do a centerpiece lie. now. It's, it's a centerpiece in my setup. Days. No, I I played for I played for like a couple months, Matt. I I played for months. You guys did not play for months. I know that. I played. You know what? We're gonna no, I played. I played up to. I, I played up until. I played up until terraforming, and that that actually. Uh, There's so much more after terraforming. <laughs> like I what? To, I never got. I got never got that far. The real game. Wait, I'm looking at it Wait, up right mean, now. I huh? thought the real game is just making bells and using Amazon. Like, was it called to Nukazon? Nukazon. I played for sixty hours or more. Or more. That's what it, is this, is a, my, this is, this is my Switch right now. It has my my Switch is in my car. In your car? How do you, how do you check? You that? leave it in your car? I I. Moved. Is that why you need a new Switch? I move. No, I have my New Horizons one still. It's still sealed. He has, he has multiple Switches. He's a collector. I, so I can even take my girlfriend's Switch. She doesn't use it. Oh my gosh. See, I've, I'm she's like the prime market for that game. And she doesn't even use it anymore. No, The Sims. She plays The Sims. She only plays The Sims. Anyway. Oh, that's fair. Sims is really. As, good. I, I ask her, "You want to play Valheim with the boys and Ida?" And she's like, <laughs> "No." What? Oh I'm my playing God. The okay. Sims. Can we? Can we? Can we talk about Valheim a little bit? Can we? Because I, okay. All before three of us we talk about Valheim. Okay. Go, 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 go. Before we talk about Valheim, the pref the, the the premise of Valheim is obviously we mentioned earlier is Minecraft meeting Norse mythology, but there is an end goal in the game. Right, I mean, Minecraft has Minecraft has Ender Dragon, right, which is the main goal. But there's five main goals in the game: killing these, you know, gods or something. So we've been doing it for the past two weeks. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it just oh my gosh, I I drop in like cause I know like Barry, Matt, uh, Ida were playing it, and she I just stopped playing World of Warcraft with me. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I wanna I wanna see what all this hype is about. I saw Barry streaming it on Discord a bit, and I'm like, okay, I'm playing it. I've never played like a Minecraft, a survival game before. It's not kind of not, not my style. But then this, there's just something about this. There's something about this just stupid yelling at each other, like it's so fun. It's oh my god. You know what it does? You know what it did to us, Tim? It brought in the childlike wonder of the multiplayer games that we used to play. Oh my it God. gave us, and you know what? It's 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 scratching the itch that WoW is supposed to scratch right now. 
Oh yeah, it's we everyone. Yeah, a group preparing for a raid and doing the raid. Okay, so <laughs> but in, yeah, there was this there was this one fight that um I think about seven or eight of us right. We go in. It's this, it's this swamp beast that looks like the what's his, what's his name from Nightmare Before Christmas? Uga Booga uh, Boogie Oogie Boogie Oogie or whatever, right? We go in. We get wrecked. We get absolutely wrecked. Barry goes on the wiki and he reads that this this monster is weak against iron. So for the next hour, we're just mining iron to make iron weapons or like blunt blunt weapons. And we go in. We come back and we just like zerg awesome. rush this guy. Or the time where someone forgot to bring the certain cores, or I, I brought them, I brought them, I brought them, because you know what? They weren't in, they weren't in the chest. I took them, I put them in the boat. I don't know. I honestly still think it's you, Matt. I still think it's you. You probably put them in your inventory and were like, oh, I don't know how to put this back in, and you just drop it, and it's in the freaking water. No. I will. You know what? I need to hack the game oh to my God. see where it is. How about the time that we we killed one of those gods only for someone to summon him again? <laughs> I don't know who Jared, it was. Dude. Dude, who was, was it? Jared. Blame Ooh. everyone, Barry. Blame everyone, Barry. That's what they call him. That's what the government calls him. That's his government name. It's you so, blaming me. I did it. So, it was you. So funny because I I even told Ida it was it was me. It's like no, it was Jarek. He was right there. <laughs> I can't believe that. So, no, but yeah. yeah. So we've been playing Valheim. That's, it's that's a really good fun. game, and it only costed like what? It's it's it was seventeen ninety nine. It was seventeen ninety nine yeah. when I bought it, and it's an early alpha release. Um, but they're gonna yeah, right now like it's in Steam early access. Yeah. We got like what we we we. There's five gods that we have to kill. We're on our fifth one. We we're actually yeah, taking and I a believe break. They're yeah, they're trying to end it at... I think they're trying to go for a max of nine. Yeah, nine so gods they, for the nine realms. And, the, and they're still working on it. They're, they just recently had an update, I think, a, like a month, or, month ago or like a couple yeah, before weeks ago. We, before we started playing. So yeah, we've before been playing, we started. We've been playing the latest patch, Barry. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's fun. And I think we mentioned this before in a previous episode of the previous season when we talked about early access games or something like that. And I personally don't like the concept of it. But at the same time, this is like the new age and we just got to get used to it where early access games are the only way some developers can truly fund their game to completion. Like I've been playing another game before we mentioned it, Escape from Tarkov, which uh, has been in early access. Strive, like, I'm like, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> that one's great. But yeah, so Escape from Tarkov is like an early access game still in beta and it's been beta for like freaking five years. And the developer doesn't charge like any microtransactions or anything, it's just a one-time fee. And that's some that's sometimes the only way you can actually get, you know, money in, in for your early access game. You know? And that's just the new age of it. That Kickstarter's not so not so much anymore. It's all about just Steam early access, showing really the power of like uh, digital distribution platforms and how they can make developers uh, or allow developers to actually make games. Even though the game's not been done yet. No, I mean, and if you think about it this way, how else are you supposed to test a multiplayer game? You need players, right? You, you definitely need players to test out all the kinks, uh, report all the bugs, uh, complain to hell and high water, right? About like what what's going on, and yeah, and with based on that feedback of what makes or breaks a developer, like see what they can do with that feedback, see yeah. if they can. Mojang, improve. Mojang is a perfect yeah. example of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think my I think I, I don't know if maybe maybe Matt probably bought Minecraft before me. Um but beta? Beta? You, were you oh, there okay, never mind. Pistons? I had I had, had infdev. Mm. So I was pre-alpha. But yeah, know. no, like Minecraft is a perfect example. Like it was like 15 bucks when it first came out in 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 infdev and now it's like 25 and it's a full it only recently became a full game like last year. Mm -hmm. Or like 2 years ago. In Minecraft they still updated. Huh? Ten year, ten year it's still game. yeah it's still being updated so like that's like the that's the real like goal you know you want to be false i don't know i don't know when it came i don't know when it first uh, passed 1.0 i but... thought it was like past 1.0 like in 2013 when they had like the really that, and, then notch, and then notch pulled like the, the lever and minecraft <laughs> really is that i didn't that realize it was that long. yeah i I, I watched that's minecraft seven years Eight years—that's eight years ago. That's crazy. Like I mean, doing eight years ago, dude. 
and we still play it? Melee. Yeah, yeah people melee, still probably. play it. Probably melee. Yeah, will I be still playing Valheim? To I don't know. There's only nine gods now, no. right? And we're joking around like, about like. Is, <laughs> we're joking about it. Yeah. No, about how like we're gonna kill already. the we're gonna kill the fifth god. We're gonna stop playing, but Ida's just gonna keep on playing and building a utopia base. And we get back like, what is this civilization? In in uh, preparation for the next uh, the next gods we have to kill. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, Actually, it was seventeen ninety nine, and I think it was well worth the uh, well worth the price with the amount of time yeah. we played. I mean, there's new games coming out too. So I mean, in terms of indie, but also E three just E three just happened in last month on the eh, like I don't know sometime right. So um, Nintendo, as much as and their infinite wisdom of copyright and all that still popped off despite you know e3 having sort of being hit by covid and being an all online which is crazy if you think about how how much foresight nintendo had to be the one the forerunners of creating like this sort of direct mm -hmm. process like this live stream pre-production live stream thing mm -hmm. or rather pre-done whatever so they actually released something that's huge really big really big um for a game that arguably does not have the the sales that it should to release right and that would be metroid so metroid. of course there's metroid prime there's metroid prime 4 that was that was announced i think like two years ago like a while back mm -hmm. but more importantly one of the hugest like biggest releases uh for like the past 10 years was this mythical like urban legend game from metroid called metroid dread mm -hmm. like metroid dread was supposed to be the sequel i believe to metroid fusion um, was it fusion no no, no. i think it was 4. fusion right yeah. metroid prime metroid okay so it's supposed to be a sequel to the previous metroid before metroid um prime and it was even in like in cameos like they actually they actually did the copyright they registered the co the trademark for metroid dread they had like um stuff in metroid prime talking about dread and it was all in like did you know gaming and all that stuff so people knew about it right and then he finally released it but not only or finally announced it but not only announced it but put gameplay footage on it gameplay footage and like the thing that tickled my pickle is that it's a 2d metroid uh metroid platformer like it's a um a little bit of history i used to speed run super metroid like I used to be like I think what number twelve in the world for hundred the hundred percent category. That was a long time ago before anyone actually sped run that game. So I really really love like the 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 two D one. That's why like I was never really a big fan of uh like Metroid Prime because you know I wasn't into the first person uh, Samus. But this is hype. I'm really really excited about this and it looks really good. Look look at Samus there. Look at Samus. Yeah, this is definitely a sequel to to Fusion. You is can that tell Gladys? she has a Fusion suit. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you making a Portal reference? Yeah, I know Portal. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. I, oh, there you go. See, everyone was like, "Oh my God, 3D Metroid," and then they did this, this. and oh, everyone's like, "Oh that. my oh, God, it's a that. 2D Metroid game." No, I'm but, so but don't they have like those cutscenes? Like, I thought they had those cutscenes like from that they did in um other Samus Returns on the 3D on the 3DS. Which oh, was no, just yeah. a remake of um, Metroid, Metroid 2. 2. Yeah. Dude, Metroid Dread has the same color scheme as Shadow Gaming. Did you see that? Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, so man. it's exciting. I, I just want to point out that, like, Metroid in general just does not make the numbers that other Nintendo games do. Like, that's a fact. That's just a, oh, yeah. like a well-blown flag. But for them to still like want to make more of their of that IP is just, you know, that's sort of Nintendo's thing. They can just do that. They could be like, oh yeah, I would just make, make another Metroid game. It's fine. Right? I mean, they did kick Kid Icarus. Like that game before Kid Icarus <laughs> Uprising, um, there was only one, and it was the NES, and I don't think it sold that well. Nope. It's please tell me. Uh, please correct me, Matt. I'm pretty sure you know. They had a Game Boy version um no dude that it sucks they they do this with all their, like their ips like no I, I just want to talk about like they had pikmin they had like they made hey pikmin didn't want to play that garbage they had um chibi robo on the 3ds and it wasn't like a real chibi robo and i didn't want to play it they keep messing this up and then this one looks good i'm excited <laughs>
Yeah, Pikmin no, hey, was Pikmin. fun. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no. I don't know hey, what hey, Pikmin, Pikmin is. On the, it's on the. It's like it's a platformer. It's not the traditional. Oh, that's like okay. RTS. It's a. It's it's completely different. Same thing with the Chibi Robo. It's a platformer. It's not um, like a. It's a, a 2D platformer, not like a 3D platformer, like the other ones were. Oh yeah, Chibi Robo for the PS. Wasn't Chibi Robo on the PS2? I'm a hundred percent sure Chibi Robo was on PS2. <laughs> no, it's GameCube and it was on Wii, and then they had a DS version. But then the 3DS version was Dogwater. Oh yeah, Game. Okay, I don't know why I confused PS2 with GameCube. I remember playing the demo of this. That's why I think it was a GameStop. Your former place of work, but yeah. Any <laughs> man, um, I, li I like how you say like Metroid. Metroid is actually the most talked about. I feel like when it comes to like the Nintendo Direct, like everyone's buzzing. When's the new Metro game coming out, et cetera, et cetera. But then ironically, like you said, Barry, it doesn't pull the numbers. It, it really it doesn't. doesn't. So it's just, there's like a lot of big disconnect from like the vocal fans and the actual people that buy these things. Metroid Dread, yes. What makes Metroid so good? I don't know, maybe it's like, maybe it's I like- think it's the it's the exploration really and like the bleakness of it you know like it's a very it was a very not i wouldn't say mature but a very it was a lot darker game. than the like super mario world that's for sure yeah yeah that's a good that's a good way of saying it so i remember back then i was when i first played super metroid as a, as a kid i was really really scared of it that so much that i traded traded games with my friend he had super mario world 3 and we traded uh cartridges because I, I i couldn't play metroid anymore Makes me play not play. It's scary. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a reason why they call these kinds of games like the Metro Metroidvania style because the exploration and the fact that you can um, you can sequence. No, well, no, no, not sequence break. You can sequence sequence break, but a lot of the times, like you go to a certain area, it's not accessible until you get a certain item. Like you, you would you have to progress through the game and go back to the area. Like, hey, um. What are those blocks that have like little X's on it? Is that, that looks like a grappling hook, but I don't have a grappling hook. Like maybe a couple hours in, 10 hours in, grappling hook, you go back to that original area and you, it opens up a whole new pathway. And that's what, back then, that's what made Metroid so good. Yeah, because the exploration aspect and like discovering new worlds in, in the, especially in the, in this, in Metroid, uh, oh man, Super Metroid, where like, you had uh what's it called shine sparking and all that where you had like and each each iteration had a different move i think shine sparking was a super metroid thing yes so it like, was a, yeah. yeah so that's yes. pretty cool super hot take though i don't like the metroid and castlevania games for the hidden yeah. item stuff like the hidden upgrades like they're super hidden where it's like i have to first bomb this wall i'm not gonna spend like all my missiles just bombing the wall or like this that's the one thing i really didn't like about like metroid fusion and like mm. Castlevania games where I have to just hit it and I don't even know it's there, but speedrunners know it's there. People who played, looked at the manuals, they know it's all there, but me, just some when not pick it up. And like, that's the one thing I, I don't think, like, so I hope they fix I that. I think if you, if you think about it, when it come, when in the context of when it came out, right? Mm -hmm. Where yeah. we didn't have the internet, we had Nintendo power and we had word of mouth, right? This is kind of like the same concept as like Mew was hidden under the under the truck at SSN. Oh, Pika Blue, like, dude. Pika yeah, God. like stuff like that, right? You can imagine that, but imagine someone saying, yo, there's a missile upgrade in this place, right? And you go and check, right? Mm -hmm. So then you find it, and or sometimes it doesn't. So like someone fibbed at, in, in your elementary school and you punch him in the face afterwards because he lied. But, I you know, know having know. that word of mouth and having all of that stuff um kind of gave this childlike wonder and and charm when it came to finding it yourself right imagine finding this secret and telling your friends right and then having that be like oh my god i just like 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 when someone imagine someone who discovered wave dashing for the first time in melee mm -hmm. right they tell this legendary cheat move that makes you move faster in the game right no oh. one knew about it but then eventually spread out right i'm not i mean it's very it's a like sonic and melee actually sonic that's a melee, perfect right? example too where you know like we just had word of mouth and like in arcades you had word of mouth as to what what ryu can do it was like oh my god he has a dragon punch what what's a dragon punch oh you just do this motion right and you learn because of it so that's it Dude, has that sort of discovery aspect to it what's that um uh akuma's uh, demon grab thing raging demon raging demon was that ever documented back then 
Like, was the uh, was the button combination do documented? Well, the thing about button combinations is that when consoles came out, uh, Akuma wasn't out. Well, you got to consider it when Street Fighter 2 came out. Akuma came out later, right? That's already when the game was established and everyone had, like, strategy guides and stuff because consoles came out as well with that character. But you can consider, like, in Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2 specifically, um people didn't understand the concept of stun combos or like combos in general could you imagine figuring out heavy kick into medium kick into hadouken is a combo like no, what's no. a combo right i'm a 12 year old kid what is that what does it mean the you mean the chips the pretzels <laughs> oh right? my god where's my where's so my toy the discovery dude aspect. yeah it's the I, discovery aspect that's important i i get that but when I'm playing like so. The first time I played Metroid Fusion was on the 3DS because I had the Nintendo Ambassador program, so I got it for free. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna play this. And I got to, like the final boss, and it's like, why am I so underpowered? I should be like, I should have like full health, full missiles, and everything. But here I am. It's like my my whole self was like super dinky, and I'm like, whole like why is it like this? And it just like maybe. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore because. I have so many other games I could play. I'm not going to go look for things. And so okay. that's, I guess that's just my main, my main gripe. I have well, I don't better think, things to do. I don't do think it's necessarily a problem with you. I think it's a problem with your, your preference in what you want out of mm -hmm. a game, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You're, you're, you want to finish the game, but the, the game's like true goal is to explore and find things and want to do that. Like Skyrim, right? You, people have different goals in Skyrim. Like people just want to finish the story. I, I when I play RPGs, I literally just go from point A to point B. I don't care about the secrets. I just want to finish the story, mm. right? But other people want to finish their sphere grid on Final Fantasy X. They want to get all of it because that's their that's their goal. And you gotta you gotta keep in mind like when when did you play when did you play Metroid uh, the Metro game that you're talking about? Like well, uh, had 3DS, so they had to have played like at least in twenty eighteen. Like, turn, like, well, I mean, when Metroid, when Super Metroid came out, like, let's be real, do we have that many games when we were kids? Like, I, I only had Super Metroid. I remember my parents buying me the the SNES Super Met with Super Metroid combo, and that's the only game I played. So that's like the one thing uh, I was like, that's like discovering all the stuff. I had all the time in the world for that. But as as we're old, as we've grown older. We don't have as much time as we used to uh, as we used to have as kids and we also have a ton of games and um 100 everyone in chat here has like a like a steam library with like 90 percent of the games unfinished untouched i think you also have to consider that back then uh we also didn't have resources and uh, we had time and no resources and I think that's the important thing because resources change the meta. Like we can, we, you know, we're talking about esports again, can change the meta of how a game can grow, right? If you played League of Legends in 1999, pretended pretended existed in 1999, right? <laughs> Pretend for just a split second that this Let's game forget existed about Dota. in 1999. Forget about everything, right? Pretend it existed before the internet. You could only play it like in a vacuum right it doesn't have it there's no internet there's no youtube there's no forums or anything right and you try to play this game the meta will be completely different from how it would grow today mm. because resources are unavailable that's why melee is like melee people are still discovering stuff because the the concept of resources and and people researching is so much different than it was in 2000 and like even 2008 2007 Mm -hmm. Right, when a game grow like for example, Street Fighter Four took forever for the meta to really develop until like maybe Super or Ultra or not even Ultra, AE twenty twelve, Street Fighter Five, people immediately knew what to do. <laughs> like if your character comes out, it you just you just if a new character comes out in any fighting game, you go on Twitter and look at all of the people trying to find tech for it. You just immediately know what combo routes you need to do optimized uh neutral tactics and all of that stuff in the span of a week that would take months if you're trying to do that back then you know and that's kind of what uh, i'm trying to say when it comes to think about the context when the game came out like super metroid and all that you had time and you had no resources to look up the game so you had to do that unlike matt where matt had no well yeah i mean matt has time right 
but he had also a different mindset like you said he has a lot of games but also had hella resources he could do he could choose to look this up but he knows that i don't want to do this <laughs> i don't i mean it's it's part of the immersion too like it just it just feels so weird like i get back in like the 80s 90s whatever early 2000s like oh yeah just bomb this random wall that <laughs> everyone's doing it but like me i'm just like i'm playing these games in 2010 why am i gonna bomb some random wall that doesn't even have like a slight <laughs> crack on it that makes no sense yeah, that's why your meta, the met, yeah. like your mindset of how the game yeah. is, how games should be played is different than what Matt Tim's would be. Like, yeah. oh my God, I got to bomb every wall. I got time. I need to figure out which ones. No, I got to bomb, bomb every wall until you find x-ray vision so you can see which wall you can bomb. And which then you got to x-ray vision every single There's... wall. Only, only in Super Metroid. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I bet there is x-ray vision in Fusion then because it's number four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's X-ray infusion. All I know is that they had space jump. That's it. And like, space, it was weird. They had there was beam. there was space jump in uh, Metroid or Super Metroid. <laughs> yeah, I know there was. It's weird because Metroid Fusion had ice beam, and I'm like, how can there be no ice missile? I'm sorry, there wasn't ice beam, right? No, no there's an ice. There's an ice beam. No, there can be Metroid Fusion. No, Super Metroid had ice beam. Have... No, I know Super Metroid, but Metroid Fusion didn't. Canonically, she cannot have ice beam because she's a she was fused with a Metroid and could not use ice beam. Because she would be yeah, no, hurt are weak by her yeah. own beam. Yeah, Metroids I'm are... a weeb. So, anyway... <laughs> Metroids are weak insides. You have to freeze them, and then you shoot a super missile at them to kill them. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> the tangent has been made. But, um, more importantly, Matt, I'm surprised you couldn't beat Metroid, Metroid Fusion. That game I beat hard. it. I oh, okay. beat it. I I'm just saying... It. Is, how... Dare you? I'm gonna... <laughs> no, he's just saying that he went <laughs> he went underprepared and it was just like dang. I love might... going underprepared. It's called making a story, Barry. <laughs> I just left. That's my story. And like, wow, it is that dumb. But in my in my mind, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. I have nothing better to do. It's Saturday night. Ball of Shasta. You know I made that mod? I made that mod in Guilty Gear. Yes, I saw it. That sounds like it. such I a like... guilty year intro. Oh my gosh! And it, the, like talking about like this in general, because we have to relate it to esports somehow. A lot of esports is is a thing that we're part of now. I, that sounds terrible. I shouldn't say it like that. We partnered with a lot of esports, <laughs> and you know we have to sound sort so of defeated, like defeated, Barry. I mean, no, it's cool. I mean, Ken's cool. You know, he gave me jerseys and stuff, and you know, I we want do, a jersey. Like, oh, speaking of it, well, yeah, you have a jersey. I no, you, I don't. I, I, I you have a no, jersey. I have a GUFGC jersey. I don't have a laddie jersey though. That's all that matters. <laughs> Speaking of the FGC, so uh, since we are part of the laddie esports, uh, I guess network, um, we can also talk about some laddie esports stuff, which will be not necessarily exclusive, but you know, I like leak. I like leaking stuff, so it's fun. Um, oh, I think Ken's in chat. Anyway, <laughs> so Thursday night hype is something that we used to do me tim and matt back when uh we had tournaments for or actually no uh you guys weren't involved yet no i just played me, i just played yeah it was me peter kim Val, ggpq from twitch and actually just me and him and we <laughs> yeah. just did a tournament yeah we just did tournaments for ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 street fighter 4 street fighter cross tekken and then when the bar opened select start we did melee with these 18 year old kids who only bought water and spent four hours there and we our bar died because of them anyway <laughs> we did. it was not us it, listen 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 and when, listen. whenever jarek won he just bought monster and it was irritating i didn't like any of you guys that I is why i didn't like you guys that is why i have a caffeine addiction it's barry's fault it's jarek's I, fault if you if you I, just said you can only use this for water you can't get free monster anymore it, i wouldn't have a caffeine addiction Barry. I it's all your fault jarek back then i hated him no we he's were. like this weird bold cut this bowl cut kid playing melee who are you where did you come from he and i remember the anime oh the anime nemesis arc that jarek had it was so good oh my you, god Oh, okay, we're gonna go into a story time. Real we just quick we just we, talk we talked about, about this last on, on, on Sunday, no, Matt. We got to talk yeah, about yeah. it. We got it's so good. Okay, so the story of Young Money, Young Money young and Chad, money everyone, is that this dude? <laughs> All right, dipping. so anyway, he uh, 
decided to enter a Super Smash Brothers Melee tournament at Otaka Recon 2011. This is our the very first Otaka Recon that had Melee, and probably, you know, the very first Melee tournament besides Fighters Fest. Anyway, he enters into the bracket as a Link player, if I recall. JJ. Young Link or Link? JJ. And Link. Link. And he enters in and fights Tim Foxtrot. <laughs> Tim down there. And body Tim bodies this guy. He destroys his life. And then that from that there on, Young Money decides to go full ping pong. No, no, you and know what he did? You know what he did? He looked up the resources, right, Barry? The resources that See, were readily available. Hey, that's what I'm <laughs> no. saying. That's what I'm saying. No. The, the resources no, were so important. Dumb. And then he he tried with all his might. He switched he switched from Link to, I believe, Falco. Falco, yeah. Yes, Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, yes. First Falco. And then trained his heart out. Entered into Thursday Night Hype. Oh, our no, first wait. Was it Thursday Night yeah. Hype? No, no, no. It was um um Friday Night Fight. No, it was first. one. Yeah, Friday then, Night Fight. But he didn't join that one. He didn't join that one. Yeah. So he started joining tournaments at Select Start when he's once he hit eighteen, and Tim was there, and the very first TNA Thursday Night Hype with Melee, Jarek is just destroying Tim, like destroying him, and I can like I hated this kid because he was be, and I didn't like that. So I was like. Anyway, um, finals in Thursday Night Hype season four. This is the first stream that we did at Select Star uh, season four. Grand finals. This dude puts, you know what? Recreation. Oh, <laughs> puts the hoodie up. Oh my. Just starts destroying Tim, right? Tim is just getting bopped in the neck. Like, oh my gosh, he's just getting bopped. And then Tim finally takes a stock. I actually finally takes a game in a comeback fashion in Dreamland. And then he puts, Tim puts on his name, because you can put names on in Melee, Evo, right? And then Jarek, in his infinite wisdom and trash talk, is hated, put Evo question mark questioning tim's ability to enter evil and do well and then destroys tim and wins <laughs> omega wins it it was so good but i hated you guys i really didn't like you guys because you were so cocky but then i realized you weren't cocky you're just no, no, jerk no. i didn't know the story at the time no it was funny because if you look at the footage if you look at the footage whenever i won these guys were cheering <laughs> jerk's friends yeah. were all cheering for me that was hilarious Friendship Wonderland. So anyway, that's that's the story of Thursday Night Hype in terms of like how historic it is when it comes to the fighting game community. There's people people decided to end end careers in that game. Another player, Joseph Spencer Garrido, aka Birdie, probably won like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars worth of money from us. Like we would enter, we would enter um, um, Marvel tournaments in this like six. I think he was sixteen at the time. Yeah, he was a kid. He was actually a kid. And would just beat us in Marvel. It was it was so free. It was so unfortunate because everyone was just like, "Who is this guy?" Takes money from us, goes to prom with it, and just anyway, I hated him too. So <laughs> Thursday night hype is happening again. Oh, the return! The return! The of return Thursday of Thursday night hype. Fighting game community is back, but we're gonna be playing games with good netcode this time. So that's gonna be Guilty Gear Strive. And Super Smash Brothers Melee for the Nintendo Game <laughs> The same exact Melee that we were just talking about because... So yeah, what we're talking about, all this Melee stuff, we're going to have Melee in mm -hmm. a lot of esports. So the cool thing is, we actually have a perfect example of that meta stuff we're talking about in... Well, Cabardian mentions IJ and Blaze, which is a good example too. Those guys were like literally children uh, who just learned Melee optimally, I might add, with claw grip and all of that stuff. But let's talk about Steam Pot Turbo. Turbo Turbio. Turbo. <laughs> that guy is like what? He's like 14 now, right? No, no, he's, yeah, for, he's sure forever he's 13 to me, dude. Okay, so he's like, a, he's, like, he's like a child. He's an actual child. And That's he cool. is like on par with a lot of like, hot, like, he's good. He's really good. 
nah, I don't want to say like top players nah, in, in the melee scene, nah, but nah. but he's very good, and he's only he's only a kid, and that's what's crazy is like you could just literally go on YouTube and learn how to play melee. You can learn how to play melee at a high level before falling in love and learning about love and heartbreak. Isn't that cool? Oh that's yeah, sick. No, like um, it's funny how you should mention Steampot and Thursday Night Hype because he mentioned that when he first got into melee, he looked up Guam melee on youtube and it was that exact match that exact video where it was me versus uh jj and it's JJ. funny now because because steampot right now is like infinitely better than we were at that time right before we went That's to evo crazy, right i think like, if resources are so important no if steam if steampot oh phoenix is mad if steampot entered evo as he is now in 2014 i'm probably he's top 100 top 100 he would make it out of polls he would definitely make oh, it apples. My, I might add, um, JJ, aka youngest Munif, and <laughs> another player used this are the only two. Actually, no, I guess three, four. Two out of the four, three or four people on Guam that made it out of pools in Evo, historically. That's in itself amazing, because I believe um, no, no, Jarek made it out of pools in, in losers. No, he, he made it out and losers. IJ actually made it out in winners. Yeah, winners. But he, oh, like that was like a big tournament because that was that wasn't the return of melee, if I recall, was it? No, like, it was two years a, after. Two years after. No, it was already. Um, after, it was already after. Twenty fourteen yeah. melee had, had melee in it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, twenty thirteen okay. was the return of melee because I remember oh, okay. that was Mango versus Wobbles. Twenty fourteen like is the one that. People. So if you make it uh, statistically making out of pools means you are better than at least 75% of the players that entered. So you can, you, you are better, they're better than 75% of the players at the time in the world. So you can imagine that. I mean, granted, Melee is more of a, a North American centric game. Shout out to the Swedes, but you know. So anyway, Thursday Night Hype is happening. It's going to be happening either next month or next week. No, nah, it's going to happen next mm. month. So in the end of august we're going to start thursday night hype and it's going to be online only for guilty Gear drive and super smash brothers melee and hopefully if more fighting games implement rollback we could have it there but hopefully again uh after the pandemic whenever that may be ends uh we would probably have offline events again for the first time in like you know what's so funny we before the pandemic we still didn't have offline events like we didn't do anything <laughs> like, I genuinely think like when was the last time we had a tournament besides your I tournaments, Matt? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You were the only tournament organizer at the time. I Everyone think it was like no, no, because Ken, uh, um, because our oh, Lady Esports, good friend Ken, he was he just finished his um his season, first season yeah. for Lady Esports, and so we we're gonna kick off the year. We we're doing casuals, and then the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Laddie Esports, man. I could see if you guys didn't know before Laddie Esports introduced League of Legends, before Laddie Esports did Valorant or Apex or any of these tournaments, we were like, do we? I, I, and by by we, I mean me and Ken. We're literally just doing like Smash, like Ultimate and Tekken and like other games in Ganda Shopping Center every like other Saturday. It was irritating because I would have to bring so much gear, but. Yeah, now we're now we're doing League of Legends, we're doing Apex, we're doing possibly Counter-Strike Global Offensive at the end of the year. Um more Valorant and all that. It's crazy. It's it's League interesting. League Land. Man, the logistics of that, dude. Six player Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball's dead. Get out of here. Sorry, Caberdean. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> No Mia. Thursday Night Heights going to be oh. really really sick. Before we go, do you guys have anything to say? Because I do have an announcement uh, that's coming up for next week. Um, just want to give a shout out to uh, Ken and Laddie Esports for having us. That's uh, really, 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 uh, we're really honored to be here. It's gonna be really, really fun, really uh, working with you guys. Uh, being the, I guess, the quote-unquote official podcast. Thanks. It's, it was a lot of fun, Matt. Um, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Thanks again for you guys to bring me here. Um, I'm glad that like Ken was able to do like the lot of esports stuff and look how big it is now. Makes me look dumb. <laughs> so no, it's no, really no. cool. I'm really excited to work with with Ken and you guys more. So mm -hmm. I'd like to thank Ken as well. Uh, but we do have an announcement in regards to 
Next week is the Valorant Summer Series brought to you by Guam Woodward Memorial, Heavy Hitters, and I believe Coffee Slut. So we're going to be starting that. It's going to be a four-week event uh, spanning the course of a couple of, I believe, until the end of September. Correct me if I'm wrong. And that will be going up. And the thing is with Valorant is we had the team, the the last team, Team Shoot then, winning that tournament. Uh but the cool thing about the narrative right now is that all of Team Shoot then is split up between all of the teams that play are playing currently in the, in this new tournament. So it really comes down to who is the actual strength in pr the old team that can carry one of the five or four or five teams that are going to be playing in this tournament series. So we have... You guys might not know, but the chat might know. We have, of course, Zedrix, uh, one of the best Valorant players on Guam. Um, I think also the highest ranked Valorant player on Guam. Uh, we have Akursa, who's part of Team Yoji. So those two are part of Team Yoji. And then we have uh, Whirly and Turtles, who are part of Team Shoot then. Whirly and, uh, being an amazing uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive original like OG player back in the Guam server days, like a long time ago. Uh, but he's only like 23 <laughs> he played when he was a kid and turtles his his boy i call him the dynamic duo and then we have of course kevin jesus who's in saipan actually one of our one of the few players that is not from guam playing in this tournament um uh, who's going to be in another team uh so those those are already four players and i believe he's also with alec possibly one of the most rage inducing players in in team shoot then <laughs> But he, you know, he's really co he's competent, and he's also part of uh, Jesus' team. So there's three teams that have six players from Team Shoot. Then, so that's interesting to see. And then we have, of course, the it, Matt was supposed to enter, but something happened. But instead, we have, uh, you know, we were talking about Blaze and Ijea. Blaze actually has a team that's entering into Valorant. Uh, I have no idea what their name is, but his, you know, he goes by Darkness. He, he always changes his name. He used to be, it used to be Blaze Jesus, and then Blaze Jesus, and then Snow. I don't know where that came from. And now Ember. it's like Darkness, huh? You forgot Ember. He had one by Ember. Ember. Yeah, Ember. God, it's so no, but Ember. Ember makes sense because Blaze, I guess. Okay, but Blaze is his name. It just makes sense. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, what's his name, dude? He has such a, he has such a cool name, Blaze Jesus. That's amazing. Wait, no, is, is it actually pronounced Jesus or Jesus? I just want to say it's Jesus. Jesus. Okay. That's that's so sick. But anyway, that's uh, that's what's going to happen next week, July 24th, starting at 2 p.m. on twitch.tv slash Esports. So that's going to be the last announcement that we're going to have and we'll be possibly seeing you. What, when's our schedule? What is our schedule for this podcast now? Um, We like to uh Wednesday, Wednesdays for sure. Um optimistically speaking every two weeks so we'll see you guys in two weeks but some something may or may not come around but we'll try to keep it uh consistent with for you guys every two weeks see you guys in two weeks oh we're saying goodbye now yeah i guess so yeah no more announcements oh, okay, right, right? <laughs> Bye. later guys thank you thank you so much